0: Welcome back to the knock on sports and join me right now on the white fish credit union hotline, former flathead Braves head coach and current Montana tech head football coach. It is Kyle Sampson. Kyle has been with the show from the very beginning and uh, he was one of my first interviews uh, as he was the head coach of the flathead Braves football team. Kyle, it is great to chat with you once again, man. And uh, thanks so much again for coming on the show.
1: Hey, I appreciate you having me on knock. And, and like you said, man, it's, it's crazy to think that, you know, it's been a long time since you first showed up and, in Kalispell, I remember I remember meeting you for the first time down at the stadium, and uh, you know you've done a done a heck of a job, man. And, and sad to see you go, but I know you got some bright things in your future. So just wanna, I'm excited to be on here for one of your last shows, and, and, and wish you the best of luck, you know, moving forward.
0: Well, I appreciate that Kyle. Like I said, you've been here from the get-go and even when you've gone to Montana Tech, I know we've chatted, we've had you on the show a couple of times, especially now since you've been head coach as well. And uh, let's dive into that first before we go down memory lane. Obviously Montana Tech, you guys are not playing in the spring football season uh, with the rest of the Frontier Conference. So um, what have you guys been allowed to do? What are you guys are able to do right now um, for the football team?
1: Yeah, it's been good. I mean, uh, you know, we kind of had a rough start to the semester with just some quarantines and that type of stuff, but it's actually been been pretty, pretty, everything's been going pretty smooth lately, and we've just been, you know, working out, lifting, running, and then and, and, and then really spending a lot of time on football skills and drills, um, you know, spending some, a lot of time with position work, um, you know, early on in the gym, and then we've been able to get out on the field the last couple of weeks and, and really work on some, some specific, you know, uh, technique-type stuff and getting our quarterbacks thrown and all that good stuff, but um it's been good because we've been really able to break it down and, and spend a lot of extra time with our guys you know installing some schemes offensively defensively spend a lot of time on special teams um, just really trying to build up to our spring ball here that starts in a couple of weeks and uh, you know everything's been going well and uh, really excited to, to to be back on the field the last couple of weeks you know doing some drills and, and even just getting out there and doing some you know workouts where agilities and sprints and that type of thing so um, guys been doing well the semester has gone by really fast our, our with, with with the covid stuff we actually didn't have a spring break so our, our guys have one more week at school and then they're at finals week um, so it's, it's it's going by fast and we're, we're excited to get out there for spring ball and then um you know hopefully have a have a normal summer and get ready for the fall of 21 and we can't wait for for august 28th where we get to finally play our first game <laughs>
0: I was about to say, Kyle. I can only imagine. I know how much of a competitor you are, um, and you've had to wait. Uh, I don't know if any head coach. I'm sure they're out there, but uh, you've pretty much had to wait a year just to coach your first game. At this point, how have you tried to, to quell that competitive itch you have?
1: Yeah, it's a uh, it's definitely interesting, and uh, you know something that you never think as a as a coach, as a player in, in my career, you never go a year without playing football and. Uh, it's been different um, for sure, and and uh, you know it, there's been some some days where you're like, gosh, I hope I hope we ever get back to playing. But I think now we're kind of starting to, you know, it, it's looking positive, you know, across the state and everything that's going on, and things are getting kind of back to normal. And we were just kind of told, you know, that uh, we're going to be allowed to have a full, you know, full fans in the fall. so super excited about that. I know it's been hard on our kids for sure, and that's been the biggest thing. And uh, but really just trying to keep our guys together and and really spending a lot of time with them, you know, working on some things outside of football and really trying to build our team. Um, you know, one thing that's been cool for me this spring is uh, I've been able to coach Troy's team. They're doing a little spring a little spring season for a little guy football for four weeks. He's got his first game tonight, actually. Um, nice. And so that's been kind of fun. His little, his little fifth grade team, I've been able to help coach that. So that, that's been kind of cool for me as a dad to be able to spend a little more time with my kids um, this year, um, you know, and, and hang out with them. So that's been great.
0: Kyle, looking at this from a football perspective, because as you mentioned, we've never really seen this. There's always been a football season and you have your normal timetable for the offseason workouts and things of that nature. So in a way to try to put a positive spin on what has been going on this past year, uh, has you know being in the weight room, more time in the weight room, more time to work on drills. Do you feel like it's paid an even bigger dividend than just a normal off-season in terms of preparing for now the upcoming fall?
1: Yeah, you know, I think I think there's some positives. I think there's some negatives too. It's just it's just the fact that you haven't really gotten the the game reps and game speed. I think you know nothing can replace that. But you know, I think uh, you know, I think it's helped our guys. You know, with the mental aspect of the game, and we've been able to spend a lot of time watching film together and, and really learning learning the offense and defense and the special teams. So I think that's been a positive. Um, you know, and uh, I think you know the one thing that I think every coach is worried about, and I'm a little nervous about, is just not playing for so long and not hitting and tackling for so long is just, you know, how, how our body's going to respond when we get out here and finally start hitting again. Um, and uh, so just trying to prepare our guys strength-wise and conditioning-wise and then also really working on a lot of flexibility type things. Um, but, uh, you know, we're really excited. We're going to start our spring ball here um, on April uh, 23rd and kind of go 15 straight days um, where we're going to kind of run it like a fall camp where we're going to practice and meet and watch film every day um it's really excited to see some of our guys that we haven't even got an opportunity to see you know some of our freshmen even our redshirt freshmen from a year ago that have been here for two years now but have never played a game um it's really exciting to see them and then see our older kids you know kind of put it all together and i'm sure we're going to be rusty for sure i mean <laughs> you know not playing football for a long time it's not just like riding a bike it's going to take a little bit of time to get back get back going but um we're sure excited and, and the kids have done a great job of kind of refocusing and and really having the the you know the purpose and the passion to come out and get better every day. I
0: was about to say, Kyle, I mean, along with that, because as you mentioned, that is a really interesting key here because obviously you guys are going to run something similar to spring football that you would usually run, but how do you try and, and look at, okay, how do you handle the tackling while also, too, try not to lose anybody uh, for the fall season, especially with so many guys that are just itching to try and just get some action, get some playing time, and all those types of things?
1: Yeah, I think it's a kind of that fine line where, you know, we got to go out and we got to see what we can do because we're, you know, there's a lot of guys fighting for spots. We don't really know, um, you know, where our depth chart's at yet because we haven't been able to go out there and hit and tackle. Um, but then at the same time, we have got to be smart uh, because you know the main goal is we want to go out and compete this spring. But obviously, the main goal is we got to be ready to go um, in the fall. Um, but uh, so that, that's a that's kind of that fine line of, you know, we definitely got to do some live scrimmage reps this spring to see what our guys can do. Uh, but we also got to be smart and make sure we're taking care of each other and, um, you know. Getting to, getting through spring ball healthy, um, and then getting ready to go so we can we can go out and compete. You know, on August twenty eighth.
0: Kyle, let me get your thoughts on the recruiting aspect because also this is usually that time, and we'll get into your camps here in just a second. But just your thoughts on on what this picture is going to look like for recruiting. I know you got a big class. You guys were very active doing working on that when there was the football season for high school during the fall. Uh, but how do you see recruiting in the next couple of cycles? As uh, you know, this does put a very interesting way on things in, in college football.
1: It does. It, it, it's, it's really different because, you know, you just, you kind of, everybody get that, got that extra year if they wanted it. And some people, you know, have not taken it because of graduation and they've already got their degree and everything. But, you know, it's just going to really limit how many kids we're going to be able to take each year. Uh, even this year, you know, we took 25 and we felt really good about our class and really excited about them. But, you know, a year ago, my first year, we took 39. Um You know, it's just a different thing where you're just not losing as many kids because they were all granted another year of eligibility because of this COVID year. Um, So it's kind of an interesting thing where normally you're you're looking to bring in 30 to 35 kids, or you know, in this next this next year, the cost of 2022, we probably only take about 20, um, Mm. just because we're not gonna we're not gonna lose that many kids. We don't have a lot of seniors on our team coming in the fall. Um, So it it definitely it's it's different, and you know, so you got to be really good with. You know, uh, if you're only bringing in 20 guys, it, it better, we better do a great job and they better be a good fit for us because you can't miss. You know, you don't want to miss on a bunch of guys because <laughs> there's not that many. You know, if you bring in more guys, you got an opportunity. If, you, if a couple guys don't work out, you know, it ends up working out okay because you got enough, you got enough numbers. But um, it, it's definitely interesting, and everything's been different. You know, normally right now, um, you know, right after spring ball, we'd be spring recruiting and going out into the schools, and, um, you know, we're still not quite able to do that yet. Um, and so everything's still recruiting wise is kind of over the phone or on zoom. Um, we're hoping to kind of have a junior day here in May to bring some guys on campus. It's kind of got to be a limited number than a normal year. But, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is what we're really excited about recruiting wise is hopefully getting the, you know, the full camp cycle this summer to be able to see guys in person, um, you know, and see them compete, you know, whether it's on our campus or us going to a different camp to watch them. Um, that's something we never got last summer. Tough because a lot of the guys we just never got to see in person, especially the out-of-state kids. Um, so hopefully that'll all work out good this summer.
0: Well, Kyle, let's talk some dates here about that because obviously this summer you guys are, and again, hopefully it's the way things are going. They will continue to go that way. But uh, what are some dates here uh, for your camps uh, as we get ready for the, the month of June?
1: Yeah, we got a, we got a very busy, um, you know, very busy June. Um, we're going to start out uh, right away in June with our youth camp, actually which is always, you know, one of the funnest camps, in my opinion, to work with the young kids, and I know my own kids look forward to that. So that will be the 7th and the 8th. Um, so right right when school gets out down here in Butte, we'll have a, we'll have a little kids camp. Um, we're going to have our six- and eight-man team camp um, starting on June 11th, and that will go the 11th, 12th, and the 13th. So that's for all the all the six- and eight-man teams here in Montana. We get some Idaho schools and Washington schools to come to that.
0: Um, and then we'll have our
1: 11-man team camp. Um, just quickly after that on June 15th, that's a three day camp till the 17th, um, for all of the 11 man schools, uh, Montana, Idaho, Washington, we've got a Wyoming school coming this year. Um, and then we have our elite camp, which is our one day kind of a recruiting camp. Um, that'll be June 18th. Um, and really excited about that. Cause we, we usually, we've got a lot of out-of-state kids signed up for that, that are coming in really what that's all about is just, you know, taking guys through our drills and getting coached by our coaches and then really an evaluation tool for us is, you know, when they can come out and compete at our camp and we can really watch them in person and, and see if they're guys that we think could help us, you know, are guys that we could recruit, um, you know, and possibly help us down the road.
0: My feature guest is Kyle Sampson, the head coach at Montana Tech. We'll talk about some of our memories and uh, some of the things that both Kyle and I experienced during his time as head coach at Flathead. We'll break that down next. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home. Learning at home. And banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. We're talking with the former head coach of the Flathead Braves, Kyle Sampson, and he knows just about every week that him and I would always have a conversation as we get ready for the week's opponent. I, I do enjoy, and I did enjoy those conversations. I miss those conversations as well because Kyle and I could spend about 30 minutes uh, just talking about football and, and AA and looking at all kinds of things. And I, I'll start there, Kyle, because I think, you know, aside from broadcasting the games, talking with you afterwards, I really did enjoy, and those were some of the most fun conversations was just chatting with you, talking footballing as we were getting ready or as you were getting ready uh for the opponent that week.
1: yeah, I mean, uh, something that definitely sticks out in my mind and it was pretty cool because honestly you know before before you came around you know we didn't really have a lot of that stuff, which was I thought you did a tremendous job of that and really bringing really bringing football into Montana, not only just football but all the sports you covered um you know. I know that you're a huge part of the Braves program, but I know a lot of people and a lot of coaches that I know around the state um, had a ton of respect for all that you brought to, to, to high school football and high school sports in general in Montana. And, you know, I, I can vividly remember, I mean, it was every every Wednesday at whatever, 2 o'clock or 2.15 on my prep period, you know, you came down to my office and we'd, we'd get to, you know, kind of BS a little bit and, and talk a lot about the upcoming game and everything. And then obviously, uh, you know, the last couple of years we were up there, we had a lot of postgame talks, which, Usually meant that we were winning the game when you came and talked to me, so that was always a good thing. And um, but uh, you know, I think the one thing that was really cool that stands out to me, Anthony, is uh, you know it's pretty special to me. Is (laughs) you know you always get those Facebook memories that pop up, um, and when those come up in the fall, one thing that really was kind of pretty awesome to me as a as a a coach, but also as a dad, is that a lot of those memories that I got to have with you were with my kids. And Troy was with me, and a couple times Jordan and Bo were there when they were they were a little bit younger. But um, it was really fun you know to, to be able to recap the game and um and to do that and i really think it was a it was a great thing for our program because it was a way for us to kind of market flyhead football right and i think you were a big part of that um where not only were we talking to the local media but through social media and everything i mean a lot of people were finding out about the great things that we were doing at flyhead high and the great kids that we had and um you know i know that uh, a lot of coaches you know were talking to me even when i was coaching at flyhead about you know, they they were hoping that people in their communities would do that for them, mm-hmm. um, and so that's something that I, I can't thank you enough about because I think that it, it it's a great thing to be able to promote you know flyhead in the way that we did it, and I know a lot of kids you know look forward to that Saturday morning to listen to listen to what knock had to say after the game with Coach Sanson, so um, that was a lot of fun.
0: What's your fa- I feel like I may know the game that you may talk about in terms of our favorite post game conversation, but I will say my one of my favorites was uh the senior game the senior playoff game where there was a lot of points scored and you guys put up a ton of points up against senior but that was a very fun conversation for me with you just because of the performances and how that game went but for you coach what was your favorite post game conversation
1: yeah shoot that's that's tough i agree with that one that was awesome you know that was the first home playoff win that slide had had for a long long time and uh you know that was a we had some tremendous stats in that game i remember you know, I think Blake went over 300 yards. I think Jaden ran for 200 yards. Um, you know, that was just a great, great game and a great way to kick off the playoff. Um, you know, I'd probably say the two, honestly, that stick into my mind, Anthony. Um, the first one would have to be that, that year in 2017 when we, when we beat Glacier for the first time in nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were the, we were the away team. It was that first, um, the first, uh, the first game on the new turf. Um and uh you know guys did a great job and that was a big win for us as a program you know beating glacier for the first time in a long time i remember that conversation uh, that was pretty awesome on the new turf um you know and then probably the other one uh was was down in bozeman you know um uh, when we won the semifinal game down there and knocked him off uh, that that one just stood out to me just because of the just the you know the, the absolute you know great crowd that we had and um you know, how how proud the kids were and and, and same thing. I, I just remember my son Troy sitting there with me, um, you know, and just just being kind of in shock at the time with with the performance that our kids had, um, you know, and uh, the opportunity to go to a state championship game um, was pretty awesome. But uh, I would say probably those two, that, that 2017 Glacier one, and then the, the semifinal game against Bozeman.
0: Another one that I did really enjoy, and I was just thinking of this one too, was let's go back because you, we were, I think the only time that Flatted played, no, they played twice, um, but it was at, uh, at Washington Grizzly Stadium when you guys played Sentinel. That was another fun one for me as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was a tremendous game. I mean, what a battle. I mean, I think we, yeah, we won on a blocked field goal at the end of the game, and Jaden, Jaden came off the edge and blocked it. And Sentinel had a tremendous team that year. And, um, you know, they were up fourteen nothing, I believe, honest. And we came back and um ended up winning by three points. And that was a that was a huge win for us. And and you know, that was pretty fun that year to play two games in in, the, in, in Grizzly Stadium. And um yeah, I agree. That was a that was a big time win for our program. Um and one one of the one of the big wins of two thousand eighteen that, that kind of started off early in the season with, you know, a big win. And that was coming off of if I remember right. Um, you know, we'd started out uh, winning a couple in a row and then we had lost to West. Um, at home, and then we went to Sentinel that next week, and that was a big win for us, you know, getting a win after a loss. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was a pretty awesome one to come down to a, a last second field goal uh, attempt. and then uh, and then having Jaden block that, that was pretty awesome.
0: Coach, I want to get your thoughts on something else here because I know I'm leaving and this is going to sound like I'm tooting my own horn. I know you kind of addressed it a little bit earlier, but at the same time, I feel like it is a very important aspect of this. And I feel you do a great job with not only what you did here at Flathead in terms of the social media, but also what you obviously do with social media at Montana Tech. Um, But the fact that there is that relationship between, you know, voice and and you and I and what we were able to do in terms of videos and and all types of those things. How crucial is those aspects? You think even more so now, not only for college football, as as you're the head coach at Montana Tech, but even more so now for the high school coaches as well.
1: I, I think it's huge. I mean, like I said, not only is it a a good way to you know recap and, and and get ready and 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 build that relationship with with the people in your town, but it's a great way to me to you know looking at the high school. It's a great way to to, to reach you know people outside of your town. Where I think in, in your towns, you know, people know what you're about and they, they know who you are. But it's a great way to reach out to alumni, um, people that you know maybe can't make the games, and and I think that's an awesome thing. And then and, and to me, it's you're trying to brand your program, you're trying to market it, and and the more that you can hear that from different avenues, whether it's social media, on the radio, on the TV, uh, I think it's huge. And then to me, you know, in college, I mean, it, it comes down to the same things: marketing and branding your program, but also to me, it's a huge recruiting tool, right? Where um, anything you can do where you can get, uh, you know, high school kids across the country to, to see what you're about and hear you and, and hear you talk and, um, see that see what type of players that you have. Um, I think it's a tremendous tool. And like I said before, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Anthony, I don't know that it really happened a whole lot before you came here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was, a, that was something that, and, and, it, you know, some people are different and some people don't like to maybe do that as much, but to me, it was always fun too. It was something I looked forward to. Um, you know, and 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 selfishly, I mean, it, you, you want to talk, and you want to have fun, and you want to talk about your program when you win. And I just know that it was it was always a fun thing to look forward to after we had our post game meeting in the locker room to come out and talk to you. And and like I said, and I mean this, and I'm not just like you said, I'm not trying just to say this because I'm talking to you, but I know a lot of our players would would absolutely look forward to hearing that. And you know, um, it was always something that a lot of people alumni would reach out, you know, that played at Flyhead 20 years ago, or some guy that I knew that friends of mine that were always following us. It was kind of a fun way to, for them to, to kind of get the recap of the game if they weren't able to listen to it on the radio or if they weren't able to you know, watch it or something like that.
0: My feature guest, Kyle Sampson, the head coach at Montana Tech, former Flathead Braves head coach as well. Many times we shared conversations. I don't even know how many. I, 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 have, to, I have to take a look back. I think we might have talked – more than 50 times uh, in terms of on the show, at least, and even more so for, for games as well, and as we mentioned, videos as well. But, uh, Kyle, like I said, man, I can't say thank you enough for what you have meant for this show. You've been a huge help, and even after uh, leaving flat of what you've you know done at Montana Tech and, and continue to come on my show when I ask, so I can't say thank you enough for what you've done for me and uh, appreciate everything and all the time that you've given me as well. Well,
1: shoot, man. Uh, you know, it goes both ways. I appreciate all you did for us, and... Uh, For myself, my family, uh, you know, up there at Flathead, and and same thing. I really appreciate you allowing me to, you know, come on your show when I've been here because, you know, kind of like I was just saying, that's that's been a huge thing for me to to try to get out and market what we're trying to do and and brand our program. And um, to me, the more the more avenues you can get to, and the more people you can talk to, um, you know, it's only going to be a positive thing for your program. And uh, it's people like you that you know that help that. And and like I said, the, the cool thing for me is just the relationship that we've built where you know, I feel like I can call you a lifelong friend and, um, you know, it's just interesting how our, our paths crossed where, you know, you came up from Florida and never met you before in our life. And, you know, I think that was 2016. Is that, mm-hmm. is that was it 2016? Yep. First year. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy how things, how things happen. I think it happened for a reason. Um, and like I said earlier, you know, I, I just wish you the best of luck, man. And, um, anything I can ever do for you. And please, I know you're going to get a, you're going to you're going to get a new gig here soon so I want to be on your first show whatever that whatever that is you can make sure you give me a call